folks, let's see if I remember how to do this. Podcasting, Alex Northcutt Show. It's been a minute since we've been back on the mic, and I'm just going to take some time, lead things off, kind of explain the situation a little bit, uh, because if I get a chance, any opportunity, Coach, I know you're the same as well, if I get a chance to brag on my wife, I'm going to take that opportunity. So about a month ago, my wife uh, welcomed in our, our first child, uh, Neil and James into the world, and since then, you know, just kind of took some time off, uh, was with them, and she's a rock star. She's incredible. The most amazing person that I have ever met, hands down, um, is my wife, and two thumbs up, standing O, round of applause, um, but that's just a little bit of context as why we haven't done the show uh, in a minute, um, because she has just been absolutely killing it as a new mom, and for this new dad over here... Um, you know, just kind of figuring out as I go, really have no idea what I'm doing, uh, which is why I'm glad I got this guy sitting next to me. Uh, his head coach, Woodrow Lowe, the Northside Indians, also co-athletic director, a uh, guy that knows a little bit uh, about uh, being, a, being a family guy and being a dad. So, uh, Coach, thanks for joining, joining us on the show today. And uh, just really honestly, because I'm open to, to anything. I'm all ears. Any parenting <laughs> advice you got right now? Well, lay, it, lay something on me real quick. Well, just well, thanks for having me on, for one, and congratulations. Appreciate um, it. But um, you know, it's just it's just consistency. Um, doing everything the right way to every day, and just using, just having a good set of values for your kids. And I know you guys do. I know your dad, and I know I know Will. Y'all do a good job. So yeah, well, I'm excited for you. Good deal. Uh, I'm excited as well. I've, uh, I will say I have gotten a lot better at changing diapers. Okay. I, I can I can probably like under a minute probably change one. Uh, so that's, that's that's a skill I'll, yeah. I'll brag about myself. Yeah. Um, let's get to know Coach a little bit. Um, Coach. Provide a little context, because uh, I know this had an impact. Um, your dad's football career, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of his, his playing, coaching career, and and w- how that's impacted how how you coach and how you have really just kind of fell in, fell in love with the game of football. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm 47 years old, and it's not a year of that 47 years that I haven't been involved either directly or indirectly in football. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if he's played 13 years, he played till I was 13, mm-hmm. you know, so he played in the NFL till I was 13 and started coaching and, and all of that stuff. And you're exactly right. I mean, a lot of that stuff has um, rolled down to me. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coaching my players um, from the experience that I've had with him, not only just, um, you know, when people poured into him, Bear Bryant. Um, was his his college coach, and he was a legendary coach. He was saving before saving was at Alabama, and um, you know, um, he a lot of the things, a lot of stuff that people are do, coaching doing now, it's, it comes from from Bear Bryant, and it just was toughness, mental toughness, um, you know, a lot of things, doing things the right way, having mm-hmm. having those values, and 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 he poured into my father, and he was one, of, he, my father was one of his favorite. I mean, he wrote him when he was in the NFL and all. So he got letters and stuff like that. So, and I grew up, you know, I mean, when he poured into him, my dad poured into me the football, same, same, similar philosophies and everything. And, you know, I get to, you know, use those today. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. And so you, you've got some, some ties, obviously, mm-hmm. to the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I know you've mentioned it before, uh, just kind of in passing and in conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you're a big Nick Saban fan mm-hmm. and his coaching style. How, how does what he does, throughout his career at the, at the college level um, kind of trickle down into what you do. What's what's his coaching style as as opposed to what, what you do? Are they, are they similar, or what do you take from from what he does? Well, he's big on – I know it's, 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 it's a lot of people say it and use it, but the process, the process yeah. is – all the, what the process basically is saying is I know we play 10 regular season games in high school, and basically – 
the other 355 days out of the year, those are just as important as those 10. The other 355 is what allows you to be successful for the other 10. And um, it's just pouring into that every day. Um, Saban does what – what I like – the thing that I like, respect Saban so much about is that he's always on the cutting edge. He's not going to cross the line, but he's going to get close to that line as he can. They make – they create rules for Saban. Um, you know, but, but in regards to, you know, he he gets so far across the line in recruiting and, and the way he hires coaches, everything he does, he always is looking for that next step. And he's done a good job of always reinventing himself and his career. And um, that's what I that's what I take away from him. I always want to be on the cutting edge. I always want to have the, the latest technology and everything that the other the other teams have, I want to have as well. And, um, you know, we, we just – everything from the way we practice is, is college – college way everything where we structure structure our staff everything where we structure our weight room conditioning everything is structured on on trying to be a college level because that's who i want colleges to see our kids mm -hmm. when they recruiting them that they can fit in their program yeah so mm -hmm. uh, kind of go off that I, that's i love that point mm -hmm. um how, how important is that to you getting your guys potentially college ready because i mean you've got mm -hmm. some guys right now at Northside. Mm -hmm. Uh, that are getting some big time looks yeah. uh, this season. Yeah. What? How important is it to you to to do that on a weekly basis and maybe dive into some specifics as to how you're doing that? Well, that's my um, that's my most important job to me. It's just it's changing kids' lives and being up. You know, the best way you can change their life is to help them get in school. Um, it's it's harder for the seniors because I haven't I haven't had the, the recruiting for for recruiting for kids on a power five level starts from their freshman and junior year sometimes before sometimes in middle school my kids both of my boys had offers going into their junior year um, and I mean you know that the, the big time college programs are recruiting those kids at an early age and they, you know it's harder for a senior to come on and just jump on and get offered from Tennessee because they already got that class yeah. um, you know so they've got mm -hmm. their senior and junior classes so. It's um it's a process. When I was at Bolivar, I was over five years. We had twenty five kids sign scholarships. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to think of if a kid had the potential to play somewhere, I wanted to try to find a place for him to do it. And there's a lot of things that we do, um, in regards of communication. I've been around a long time. I've been coaching a long time, so I know I have a lot of contacts. And you know, and I mean, you can't force a kid on a, a one of your contacts, but you you can definitely get a look for him. Yeah. You know, if if like I said, the same thing here. Um, and that's what I'm doing. That's 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 the that's what I'm hitting. That's what I hit over the break. We're getting highlights ready. We're getting we we sending all that stuff out. So I love it. I love it. Um, first year at Northside. Mm -hmm. You're not new to the West Tennessee area, though. Mm -hmm. However, um, so taking a step back, I know some some people consider the Memphis area West Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. Yeah. But for the sake of saying that it's not, you know, you step away from the West Tennessee area mm -hmm. for a brief stint. What was the draw back to coming back to, you know, West Tennessee, Jackson area, um, specifically the, the north side job? We'll start there. Um, I mean, you know, what, what, I mean, West Tennessee ball, this, the coaching, I, I'm not, I don't want to have any – I'm not saying anything about Memphis schools, but mm -hmm. they don't have the same resources that a West Tennessee school to have. Sure. You know what I mean? They don't have the same coaching um, resources. They may not have the same coaches. They don't – paid the same same way it's a lot of things that um give an advantage to a, a, a west tennessee team also a lot of a lot of teams in west tennessee you'll see a lot of the stronger teams are one county schools you know yeah. they have one county school so they can pour more resources into it um the the draw to me was the talent in the jackson area i, I felt i felt like 
Um, you know, and I, I've coached in, at Alabama, in Alabama in, in schools and in high schools and in, in 7A schools, 6A schools in Alabama. So, you know, the biggest draw to me was is the talent pool that we have in, 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 the, in the Jackson kids and Northside kids. They play football at a young age, so it means a little bit more to them. Um, the school that I left at, la the, the last place I was at, kids didn't play as much football growing up. So here I was excited about getting kids who it, it matters to, it means a lot to. Not to say that those kids did, but it just means a little bit more when you're invested in it and you, you've gotten and you've played a little bit more. Definitely. And I, I, it's funny because I, I humored uh, contacting you kind of early on in the season to have you on the show. Uh, I'm actually really glad that I waited because of how this season has gone for you guys. I mean, it has been a fun ride to follow. Um, I know didn't get off to the best start to the season, but, man, have you guys really kicked it on and played some great football these past couple of weeks. So where we're at now, we've got two regular season games left. Uh, looking at a – potential home playoff game from where you guys started maybe this summer and even in week one just describe your first year at Northside what what have you seen out of this group what have you seen out of yourself and your coaching staff throughout this time well it's a process the hardest part um, about when you take over a new job is learning your personnel learning what they can do learning what they can't do you know what I mean and you can't the only way you can find it those things out are in during game game times and um you know, we've I think we've been able to solidify, you know, and figure out who can do what and when they can do it, you know, and um to trying to get those guys the ball offensively. I feel like defensively we have a, a pretty good identity. I feel like I know what I'm gonna get from my defense. Since the Dyersburg game, I think that was a, a, a big moment where we realized what we can do and what we're good at doing, you know. Um so so that's good to know. Offensively, I'm not sure yet. It's like you know, we just we it's just ball security, taking care of the football, and just and you know, we defensively we're we're older, we're more mature, we have more experience. Offensively, we're younger. Um, pretty much all our offensive skill guys will be back next year. But um, but you know, just um, I mean, I I've enjoyed it. I really have. Um, it's just, the process of it, um, the the wins, the losses, seeing them come back from those losses. I remember the Hardin County game. I pulled all my seniors in into the um coach's office, and we. We had a, um, a, 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 you know, big time meeting. You yeah. know, we wanted to talk about what, what where the season gonna go. I felt like if we didn't play better, I was gonna would lose them. You know what I mean? And they've had a tough career, and they can. It's easy to revert back when you, you know what I mean? When you've had a, a poor seasons in the past, so. Yeah. You know, we we had a meeting and we and I, I just put it out there. I'm like, okay, this is I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on you guys and we gonna we gonna try to figure out this thing and, and they they responded well and I mean, so I'm I'm excited about where we are. Sure, yeah. Uh, big games coming up. Uh, South Gibson and Chester County to to round out the regular season. Uh, again, he's Coach Woodrow Low, Northside Indians and co-athletic director as well. Stays busy, and I know we kind of mentioned it early on in the show. Um, so one thing I want to ask you specifically, I know I've asked a lot of a lot of people this, but specifically to you, um, let's start with this family and work balance. Uh, a lot of people juggle it. Um, everybody does it differently. Um, start with with first, um, you know, your wife, uh, who is a news anchor in Memphis, and I, I know a little bit about that world um, last couple of years, and I know that that's also an industry that does not sleep as well. Mm -hmm. How is how has that been, you know, specifically, because I know at some points uh, she's done 
the morning news, mm-hmm. and that's getting up at two, three a.m. in, yeah. in the morning just to just to get to work. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you guys been able to balance that relationship throughout the last couple of years? Well, my wife is amazing. She um, when we met, she was doing television in mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa, um, and I was coaching for high school Central Tuscaloosa across the street. So, um, you know, she's always understood what it means to be a coach. Now, ironically, I have more time now um, as a high school coach than I did when I was coaching college. I ended up being a, um, a graduate assistant at the University of Alabama for mm-hmm. Dennis Franchoni, and it was it was amazing. It was it was weeks at a time. Sometimes I didn't see them, you know, because yeah. I got up so early and I got – we get home at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, right. you know. So it's just – if we had a home game, I would see them that week. If we didn't, I wouldn't. So um, it was it was one of those deals. So, you know, and, and she's always been supportive of my career, and um, she wanted to get back into television because um, she was doing other things outside, and she had opportunity to get a, a job in Memphis. And, mm-hmm. um, that's what brought us here, you know, and I felt like I would be able to find something from my experience, and it, it didn't take long. And I, and I was, you know, I was able to get a head coaching job and doing things that I wanted to do. I always wanted to coach my boys. I always wanted to do that. So, um, I, and I, because I wanted to help their career, them, them with their their careers, if they wanted to play football, and um, you know, we, we're two for two for two and we got one more coming up so hopefully you know what I mean he won't he'll he'll take to it and he it's something that he'll want to do but um it's hard um it's just a balance um it's just it's just finding time Thursday day Thursdays are the days that that's our date night <laughs> yeah. you know so after practice we, we get we get done earlier we'll go out we have a date and if it, and I'm superstitious so if we win uh-huh. We're gonna eat at the same place. Yeah. So this 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 will be the third week. This will be the third week we're eating at Firebird. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure with the winds you don't get tired of eating at the same place. Uh, I mean I don't get tired. Whatever works works. That's that's awesome. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, Same question, but but with your boys. I know it's a little Mm -hmm. easier when you know you're coaching them directly. Uh, But I know you got. um, I know I know they they played college ball Mm -hmm. as well. Um, being at the high school level, I mean, your your game days are Fridays, their game days are Saturdays, mm-hmm. and I know the schedule is somewhat similar. Um, but do you how, how do you find time to still be involved in what they're doing, even at the college level, while you're still coaching mm-hmm. high school? Well, we talk. We have a we you know the thing beautiful thing about technology is we can all talk and have group chats together. So we we have I have a group chat with my boys, and we mm-hmm. just talk about football. We'll shoot each other plays, and they'll shoot things <laughs> to us. So. Um, yeah. My wife tries to make all the game. They played on Tuesday night against each other in Lynchburg, Virginia. That's so, right. um, yeah. so my wife flew flew down and see see them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to go, but she's she's always trying to be. She's always present. We I saw Trey last week. We mm-hmm. went to a game and they had one in Alabama. So it's always um it's always a, a pleasure to get to see them. You know, it yeah. always gets a pleasure to get to um you know spend time and talk ball with them. Yeah, and then you got one more on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna be at, at Northside as a freshman next year. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you got you got what what is I guess the biggest advice you would give to because you know I've I've been a, been a part of it on on the player side mm-hmm. advice to fathers and sons in that coaching player dynamic <laughs> what, what would you have just to, I know there's a lot that goes into it but just just oh, yeah. to, it, oh, pick yeah. your brain coach it's hard it's hard it's hard it's hard um, because you know as a as a parent you don't want to show favoritism but yeah. and then as a parent you don't want to be extra hard on you're gonna always be hard on your own child you know what I mean I've I've said things to my own child I wouldn't say to anybody else <laughs> else's child so it's it's yeah. tough 
Um, but it's all love and it's all time that we spend together. You know what I mean? I wouldn't trade it for the world, um, getting a chance to coach my boys. So, um, I mean, but, you know, hopefully you'll get a chance to see it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. That's right. Man, that's awesome, Coach. Uh, coach, I appreciate your time today. Before we, before we wrap things up, uh, again, I know you're, you're a big Bama fan. Big game this weekend. Third Saturday in October. I'm a little outnumbered here. I got Coach Low. I got I got Tad Paul producing this show over here. So it's two one in favor of Bama right now to Tennessee. Um, two one as far as what? I'm a Tennessee. Fan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, both of us. Yeah, yeah. So he's Bama. He's I'm yeah. Bama. He's doing the role. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just. That's why that's not yeah. on camera right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's just let's go with a, a, a score prediction. What you got this weekend? What are you thinking? Um, Forty two. 35 Bama. 42-35 Bama. <laughs> High-scoring game. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. Well, given Tennessee's offense last couple of weeks, you know what? We'll take 35 points, <laughs> so we'll take it. Uh, Coach, I appreciate your time. Best of luck the rest of this year and into the playoffs. Okay, appreciate you guys. <laughs> that is another episode of the Alex Northcutt Show. We will be back soon next week. Again, we're just going to keep this thing rolling as we wrap up football season and into basketball season. Stay tuned next couple of weeks, folks. Thank you